Thursday Night Tailgate, where the spotlight is always on the positive. Tune in Thursday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time to hear your favorite NFL legends, players, and coaches sharing their stories. Now back to Chris and Bob. I wouldn't joke about anything else that happened to you tonight. All right, we are back here on Thursday Night Tailgate, and we are turning on our spotlight on the positive. Bob, who are you putting your spotlight on tonight? I got a great story for you tonight, Chris. I mean, uh, another Walter Payton Man of the Year finalist this year, uh, and that's the defensive lineman from the New York Giants, Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, you know, I did some research on this guy, Chris. Then I went to the NFL site uh, where they actually have all the honorees. And when you read about this guy's story, uh, it, it really blows you away. I mean, what this guy's gone through and now what he does uh, both on and off the field. This is a guy, Chris, who he, he tore ACLs in his senior year of high school and his freshman year of college. Ooh. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I tell, you know, he's a big guy, uh, and then he goes to Alabama. You know, I mean, so this is a guy that had, you know, it was, things were not easy for this guy. And what does he do? Well, he becomes part of two national championships teams. Uh, you know, so, I mean, he did not have an easy, and, and to, to put, bring that a step further, he lost his father, Chris, when he was five years old, and he lost his mom when he was in high school. So wow. look at this guy. I mean, that's just a preface of what uh, this guy, before he ever got to the NFL, you know. So, I mean, first of all, he's now he's been in the league four years. He has started every game, Chris, started uh, and um, and appeared in every game. And that, when, you, when you look back in history, there's not too many guys who have done that. The first four years, he's played in uh, 64 games uh, that's, and started every game. So that tells you what he overcame and how good of a player he is. Uh, so, uh, and, he, and he really took a liking to uh, New York. And, uh, you know, he became involved uh, with this group, the Far Rockaway Colts. Now, in New York City, Chris, Far Rockaway is in Queens, and it's it's filled with a lot of gang violence. So Tomlinson said to my, himself, you know, I'm going to take a lot of these kids under my wing and see what I can do. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's made of kids between the ages of 8 and 13, and uh, he has regular check-in calls with these kids. Uh, he actually tries to wait, find ways to uh, financially support these kids. So, I mean, he's given back a lot in just that. But that doesn't even touch the surface of what this guy does. He's a part of the organization Good Grief, and that's an organization, Chris, that uh, deals with people uh, like himself who lost parents at an early age. And he's always doing fun fundraisers for that uh, because that goes back. It hits him when he was a youth and uh, very dear to him, very active in the American Cancer Society. He's, he's filmed things and, and, and uh, co- commercials and he filmed things for the Giants that, that uh, deal with that. And uh, he gives to so many different problems, very big on the Diabetes Association, the Team Tackle Initiative. Um, I mean, he's very big and visiting Cancer Society. This is a guy that stepped Another one I know that you're uh, that's dear to you, the Wounded Warrior Project, Chris. He's been known yeah. to uh, take uh, military veterans throughout the training facility in New York for the Giants, and he plays video games with them. He's done that a lot. Uh, very, very, 
I could keep going, Chris. He's very active with my sister's place, which, of course, that's the safe haven for victims of domestic violence. Um, but, I mean, again, we say this all the time. You can't give the award to every guy. Um, and But, I mean, what he does, and I, I've just scratched the surface. I urge people to go to the NFL website, Walter Payton, uh, just Google it, Walter Payton Man of the Year, to go to the NFL site and read about a few of these guys, but check in with Tomlinson because I didn't know uh, too much about him before I started doing the research this week. So, uh, I mean, it'll give you a great feeling. It'll be- bring tears to your eyes, but uh, and there's some video of here, him there, Chris, with the Wounded Warrior people. So uh, I can't, I, I, I really can't shout him out enough tonight. Dalvin Tomlinson, defensive end for the New York Giants. Yeah, boy, you you go on and on there, Bob. I mean, all the great things that he is involved with and giving his time to and trying to make a difference. Huge kudos to Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to reading the story, but just listening to you talk about it, amazing. And yeah, Wounded Warrior Project is is something near and dear to our hearts. Bob, tonight I'm going to put my spotlight back on Buck's defensive tackle and Dominican Sue. A few years ago. He was in our spotlight when he gave $2.6 million, again, $2.6 million to his alma mater, the University of Nebraska. $2 million went to the uh, strength and conditioning program, the other 600000 funded an engineering scholarship. And since then, Forbes magazine has named him one of the most generous celebrities. And giving to, you know, his former school didn't stop at, at college. When he heard that his former high school was in desperate need of a new football field, donated a quarter of a million dollars that they needed to get the new field installed. When he heard that the Frederick Douglass College Preparatory Academy of, for young men in Detroit had all of their equipment and uniforms stolen, didn't even have to be asked before he put in a call and paid for everything to be replaced. After he heard about a major football rivalry out in East L.A., the East L.A. Classic played between Roosevelt High School and Garfield High School in Los Angeles, he decided to not only show up at each school to talk to both players on both teams, but he also paid to have all new uniforms delivered to every player on both teams. He's also one of the most giving players with respect to his time, Bob. He's a regular grantor of wishes for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Whenever the foundation calls to let him know that a child you know, has made a wish that wants to meet him, he makes it a priority to not only grant the wish, but also take the time to make sure it's a day that that child will never forget. He donated millions of dollars in school supplies to needy students in the communities that he's played in, starting with his time there in Detroit with the Lions. The foundation has funded scholarships for those who, you know, continue to choose to go to school, right? He wants to really fund education. So kids that are, you know, have made a commitment to go on to college, he's got a foundation that helps fund scholarships that enable kids to do that. All of this, Bob, in addition to the countless donations that he's made to, you know, various other charities and organizations, that seek him out for donations, and they seek him out because they know he's going to come through for them. And the majority of all of this goes on without media attention. You know, no cameras, no press releases, no, you know, local, you know, uh, media people, whether it's the newspaper or the local news. He's just a man who has decided that with all of the blessings that he has, it's his responsibility to give back whenever he can. So, you know, if you think you know Indomitian Sue from the dirty plays and the videos, you know, uh, and certainly Bob and I have talked, you and I have talked about that for years, right? You know, we don't, we don't condone that sort of thing. And he's been a dirty player on the field at times, but you know what? 
do a little research to what you said a moment ago, Bob. Do a little extra research on this time and Dominic and Sue to see who he is off the field because he's making a tremendous positive impact on a lot of lives. Sort of reminds me, Bob, maybe of a, a more modern day mean Joe Green, if you will. Kind of a mean guy on the field, but a heck of a nice guy off the field. And uh, so I want to put my spotlight back on in Dominic and Sue. That's a great point, Chris, about everything, you know, about, uh, you know, trying to separate the uh, the football career from what some of these guys do. But, uh, you know, all people want to probably read uh, is the negative stuff. And the reason why I probably didn't read uh, or hear about Dalvin Tomlinson until this week or what he does off the field is because, um, you know, it, it doesn't sell. He does it quietly. I don't know how you do so much so quietly, but he does. But Sue is the same way, Chris. I mean, you read about, you know, Sue, you think of a big, tough guy in the football field. But my goodness, he's right at the top of uh, guys that have given back, both financially and end of their time. And again, uh, that's it's become um, something to us where, you know, we're impressed by these guys, what they do um, on the field. But, you know, in such a tough sport, for these guys to take the time and to get the energy to do what they do off the field and lend their name to these causes and really care about it. You know, the, the guys that we usually feature are paying man of the year people. These aren't guys that just do it from afar, Chris. They're very heavily involved. And, uh, again, it's something you and I will always do, and it never gets old, does it? No, absolutely it does not. So. Uh, as Randy mentioned, and as we talk about all the time here on the show, right? That's, those are, these are the stories that we need to make sure are out there more prominently than the, uh, the knucklehead stories about guys doing stuff that, you know, ends, ends up on the front page and, uh, on ESPN and Sports Center and that sort of thing. It's the guys out there that are making a positive contribution. Again, like, you know, in Dominic and Sue's case, you know, no media coverage. He's not looking to, you know, put, spon- shine the spotlight on himself. Um, but that's what we want to do. We want to make sure you guys are aware of these stories and, and how many great things guys are doing in their communities to make a difference. And uh, tonight, two more guys, uh, two more stories about guys doing just that. All right, Bob, it's time for us to put a bow on this final edition of our ninth season of Thursday Night Tailgate. We want to send out our thanks to Wendell Davis, Kurt Pavaco, and Randy Fuller for joining us. But, Bob? It's been uh, an honor to share another season with you, my friend. You're fantastic. Thank you for uh, a great ninth year. Uh, same here, Chris. You know, we've done so many shows together. Um, you know, it's like we just we get together. It's like two guys talking at a bar. You know, it's like what we do what we do. It's just a lot of fun, and it's just as fun as when we first started doing it, which I, I'm so old I can't remember when we first started doing it. So, uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm sure uh, as long as we can do it and, and if we're able, we'll probably be doing a show somewhere. I know we'll be doing stuff That's on right. the golf side up until next year. But, uh, you know, all our hope, we, like we said at the beginning, I think the hope is uh, we'll get back to some sort of normalcy, have a, uh, a normal type show uh, in the fall and uh, have it go till next February or whatever in um, without any kind of interruption. So. That's that's our plan, Chris. And uh, again, I urge everybody out there to take it just one day at a time. And uh, we thank all the guests that came on this year, Chris. 
Yes, we do. We appreciate everybody's contribution. We appreciate everyone, you know, for continuing to listen and, and support this show. And we certainly hope you'll come back and, and uh, continue to support us as we head into our 10th season, uh, you know, later in the fall. And, you know, Bob, to your point, you know what? I bet if we really look back at it, when we started together on View from the Lone Red Sea, our Red Sox show, I, I think it was about 10 years ago this time, right? When it was spring training. It was 2011 for sure, because this show started in September of 2011. So we backed it all the way up to we started in baseball and then we, we moved on from baseball to football. So it's uh, it's probably already been 10 years that we've been doing this thing together. But uh, the show will obviously uh, have its 10th anniversary uh, sometime later this fall. So we look forward to that. Folks, as Bob mentioned, you know, we hope you'll you'll switch over to golf and uh, and, and uh, support us over there next on the tee. Uh, I'll be starting up that podcast here in a, in a couple of weeks, Tuesday nights uh, at eight o'clock. Bob comes over and joins me over there as well from time to time. And, and I hope you'll come over and uh, so we'll start, we'll start talking golf. Uh, you can find that show on uh, great podcasting sites, just like this one. We're on radio.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player.fm. Uh, we are all over the net. So if you've got a favorite podcasting site, You'll find this show and that one again next on the tee on uh, on any one of those. Uh, I talk with uh, PGA and LPGA legends, uh, pros out there on the tour, plus the top instructors in the game. So go online to nextonthetee.net. You'll be able to check out the uh, the guest schedule over there. And like I say, uh, we look forward to you, to you coming back and uh, and joining us for the tenth season of this show uh, in the fall. Uh, on social media, you can follow Bob and I. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CT Mascaro. Bob is at Bob underscore Lazari and the show is at TNT Podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Both Bob and I have our own Facebook pages, plus uh, we've got one for the show as well. Give us a like. That's very important to us. And uh, continue to check out our website, ThursdayNightTailgate.com, as we start to piece together our, uh, our guest uh, schedule. We'll certainly start posting it over there. And then you can uh, link back to our page over on Podbean so you can stream or download any of our archive episodes for the 10 or you know, nine seasons right now. For the nine seasons we've had of this show, you can go all the way back and start listening to any one of those. So download the Podbean app. You can take us with you everywhere you go. Uh, I also want to ask for your support over on uh, Podcast Magazine. Go to podcastmagazine.com and, uh, and vote for the show and their Hot 50 list, whether it's this one, Thursday Night Tailgate, or the golf show next on the tee, you can go on podca- uh, podcastmagazine.com, and then their Hot 50 list. You can vote for up to three podcasts and get us into the Hot 50 list. So we certainly appreciate your support for either one of our shows, Thursday Night Tailgate, next on the tee, plus some of our great friends, Gus Farad and his uh, wonderful show, Huddle Up with Gus, our great friend Mitch Lawrence and his show, Talking Golf Getaways. Jason Fearman and the folks over there on third and three podcast locked on Patriots with Mike Diabetti and then our good friends, uh, Flieger and Briggs and their show chaos and disorder. Bob, take us home one more time this season. All right, Chris, we'll be in touch. And, uh, we want to thank our great announcer, Joe Lajanusa throughout the year for doing such a tremendous job with our intro and ads. We also want to thank Kyle Turley and the Kyle Turley band for the upcoming outro music. On behalf of myself and Chris, we want to thank all the fans out there tonight for listening. We appreciate you so much. and You guys are the best. And until the fall, good night, Kevin. Good night, Terry. And good night, Rusty. We miss all of you. Uh-huh.
another day from 